When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Matt Willis, who have we got coming up over the next few weeks on the podcast? Oh, we've got um, Russell Kane. Rachel Paris, Darren Harriet, Ricky Wilson, my wife, Emma Willis, Keith Lemon. Pff, it's rammed. Absolutely amazing. This week, though, we are joined by the incredibly talented and funny Maisie Adam. You've seen her on all the big comedy shows. Have I Got News For You, Mock The Week, AR10 Cats. Yep, she's absolutely amazing. Do you know who else is amazing, Matt? Our listeners. Can I just take this opportunity to say thank you to every single one of you that gave us a five-star review. Thank you so much. Oh, I see. You're right, Matt. I know what you're up to. What? You're buttering them up so you can go solo. Oh, Christ. I've seen the way you look at the door. Why don't you look at me the way you look at the door? Matt. You're going to leave me behind so you can go off and get your own heavy metal podcast called Podstar. Sound familiar? Hmm? Well, that didn't work out very well for someone else we know, did it? Listen to me. Yeah? Hun? I want you to really take in what I'm about to say. Okay, anything. I feel silly saying it out loud, but... But you should know that I've chosen to do this podcast with you, Matt Richardson, because, well, I've literally had no better offers. Do you, do you really mean that? I absolutely do. I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. ...or bad bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad bad, you know you're a wrong'un. This week we are joined by an amazing comedian, multi-award winning, on all the television. Uh, it's the wonderful Maisie Adam. Hello. Hello, how are you? How are you adjusting to lockdown life, Maisie? Um, not great, not great. Yesterday, um, I clicked on uh, the like, search bar in YouTube. Oh my God, I sound like my mum on FaceTime. I clicked on the search <laughs> bar in YouTube and like the last, the last five things I'd searched were like, okay, these were the last results. Harry Styles dancing, baby singing Jolene, <laughs> Madonna Cape Brit Awards, uh, how to cut your own hair, did he cheat on major? Did he cheat on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And uh, finally, Charles and Camilla phone conversation. <laughs> wow, that's what you call a scroll hole, I think. That yeah, is that a is a scroll hole. hole. Yeah. Um, you're struggling, aren't you, Matt? The thing is, mate, is that um, I, I'm I'm I've decided that I did not miss a calling at being a teacher and having kids and trying to homeschool them because this is the problem, right? Is that actually I don't give a shit. 
Jamila, <laughs> I, mean, like, I really, I really, I really don't. I hated school. Yeah, I, and I've never used any of it. It doesn't really help, does it, for your children that in your house you go, um, well, you better be, you better do your work now. And your kids go, why? You're in a band and mummy reads out loud. Like, it just doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> to to exactly. be fair, mate, the only song you ever wrote about going to school was because the teacher was fit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, was... <laughs> when you say you're homeschooling your kids, it's just like holding up pictures of the teachers going, higher or lower, fitter or not fitter. <laughs> Uh, now, Maisie, how are you yeah. feeling about um, confessing today? Yeah, uh, very, very nervous. Very okay. nervous. I'm fine with confessing stuff to people that I know and trust and know won't judge me. But um, I'm certainly not one of those like oversharers or just open open book people where they're like, oh, we've met for three minutes. I'm just going to tell you uh, everything about my personal life. I think let's get cracking. Uh, Maisie, what is your first confession, please? So my first confession is um, I mainly refer to people by nicknames that only I know them by. Uh, <laughs> and I've inherited this from my parents. So my mum and dad would just invent nicknames for people uh, and I, growing up around the house, you just hear things like my mum would just be like, oh, I saw Snoggerdog in the co-op today. Uh, and Snoggerdog was just a woman who had a lot of sliver in her mouth when she spoke. So she looked like she'd been snogging the blood down. There was, um, there was a woman called Turd Skirt that my mum worked with. That was just a woman who liked wearing brown. Home Tits was our next door neighbour who mum was convinced had had a boob job. Um, my favourite one was our, our new next door neighbour. We lived next to a family called um, the Hares. Their last name was Hare, H-A-R-E, like the animal. And the dad was called, the son was in my year, Nick, but his dad was called Richard. So he was known as Pubes because Richard Hare, Dick Hare, Pubes. Um, <laughs> and it, it got to the point where like everybody in my village knew this bloke, not as Richard, but as Pubes. Like people oh uh, who were on like the village society, like uh, parents, children, even his own children started to just acknowledge that he was known as Pubes. We had oh. so many good ones. Um, this one's pretty bad. There was a woman... Um, oh, this is, this is actually bad. There was a woman... Um, who, again, it was from church. I don't know why they're always the ones at church, but um, she had she had a missing finger. And um, <laughs> she was just she was just known, uh, I think this was my dad's nickname for it, she was just known as Gimme Nine. <laughs> so like, we'd pull up oh, no. in the car park and my dad would be like, oh, let's make sure we sit in front of Gimme Nine so that when the... Uh, priest would be like do the peace be with you he'd be straight in there with the handshake and would be miming to me and my brother give me nine it was it was so bad That's so brilliant but these people never really knew about the names no these people never ever knew except for pubes who everybody oh, knew there okay. was um i lived in quite a small <laughs> village in in north yorkshire and there was two blokes both called mel um <laughs> and they were both like old yorkshire men and to differentiate between which Mel was which, uh, they were known as Girly Mel and Pooh Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Girly Mel was, uh, he just had his long hair in a ponytail. Um, and 
<laughs> Pumel, um, he worked emptying septic tanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you still do this? Yeah. So this is carried on. So now I live in Brighton with my boyfriend, and we've completely carried it on. So there's, um, there's a woman who um, she walks a dog past us. Uh, and she's just known as Crufts because she sort of does a light jog next to her dog, like it's in like it's in show. So we just call her Crufts. That's so funny. There's a bloke who sits on the like in the bu- on the bus stop that's right outside the um, corner shop at the bottom of my road. But I don't think he ever gets on the bus, and he's ginger and just sits there. So he's Bagpuss. <laughs> there's, there's my favourite one, which we only discovered a couple of weeks ago in lockdown was directly opposite us on the top floor. Uh, we were up at like three in the morning. I think we'd just been like watching a film and then we were like playing Monopoly. And so the rest of the street was all really dark. And then this light went on on the top floor across from us. And this girl was absolutely steaming walking around her bedroom. And she flung open the window and started singing at the top of her voice, like at three in the morning. Like, it was so, so funny. She was, like, hanging her arms through the window as if she was in some sort of, like, concert. She kind of looked like a cross between, like, when the Pope goes out to do his address at the Vatican, but, like, after <laughs> after nine Jaeger bombs. Um, and she was just singing at the top of her voice. So she's now um, Window Whitney. <laughs> or just Houston, she has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. See, I, I kind of love this because, like, Nicknames. Uh, I feel like you've inherited this from your parents. Nicknames. I don't know if you ever had nicknames at school, Matt, but it feels a bit like it was. It's a lost art. Like my dad, all of his friends. Not a, no. There's not one of them that doesn't have a weird little quirky nickname. Like his mates. There's um. There's Ditto uh, because he'll always have the same drink as you. <laughs> There's a guy called 007 and a half because he's called Roger Moore and he's got a walking stick. I feel like that's lost on our generation and you're you're keeping it going, Maisie. It's so good. Did you have a nickname, Matt? Not well. A few of my friends called me Rude Boy. Well, I, I, I'm feeling a bit embarrassed to say why, but we were kind of into um, we were into garage music for quite a considerable amount of our lives. And, okay. um, and I, I decided for about three weeks of my life that I was going to become an MC. And um oh, and my MC name was the Rude Boy Matty J. So then they just <laughs> um of course. So then it just stayed. <laughs> so uh so Rude Boys just stayed. Like my mates still call me it now. Oh Rude Boy. Oh god. This is what I love about garage though. There's so much behind like having a name like that, these proper like um proper garage MC names. And then ultimately one of the biggest names in garage is a bloke whose name is Craig David. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like... <laughs> we had a mate at school though, um, who was um, who was called Shitface, but I never oh. knew why. And one day I was like, "Why do you call him Shitface?" And they're like, "Because he's got a shit face. Because he was a little <laughs> bit ugly." Oh, that's so mean. Because he was ugly, they called him Shitface, <laughs> and they still call him Shitface now. He's married with kids. Shitface. Because right. um, he's got a shit face. There was oh. a really good one in my year. Uh, James Day in my year um, was called Maggot. Um, and he was called Maggot because he wore a cream puffer jacket once. <gasps> <laughs> and it, just because it's got the little the little ridges in it, so he looked a bit like a maggot. It's so That's good, brilliant. isn't it? Especially when it's just off one one life choice they made. We had a bloke in oh. our year who was known as Dictionary because once he used the word moreover. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's so, so funny. Bad. The problem is, is 
you you do experience these weird characters in life, don't you? That kind of well, that's the thing. If they're not in your life, like you don't know what to call them because we don't actually know their name. And then uh, suddenly they're in your life. Yes, yeah. yeah. They are a member of your inner circle without even knowing it. I love there it. There was a girl who used to walk around our like walk around our village, and she'd walk the same route every day. And she walked. You know, when you walk, your hands swing. Hers didn't. She walked with her hands straight by her side. Um, and then out of her coat pocket, you could see a CD player, and that's what she was listening to. So a CD player, and she walked with her hands by her side. And you couldn't tell if she was 25 or, like, 50. So none of us had an idea. And me and my mum were saying how weird she was. And then we were saying, it's this is probably the worst nickname we gave it. We called her Crossbow Carla because... You know when there's those like sort of we need to talk about Kevin style shootings and <laughs> they show the person who did it and you look at their mugshot and you go yeah makes sense. We yeah. were we were always like if they if one day it came on the news and it showed her we'd go oh yeah of course it was her crossbow Carla like we just wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't not be surprised if she committed a massacre. <laughs> Oh, I mean, this I, this is so good. It really is. I think this just adds to the rich tapestry of of the world. Honestly, I don't think you can say you're an active community citizen unless you've got nicknames for the rest of your neighbourhood. Uh, did you ever have a nickname? Well, mine was probably quite culturally inappropriate, but um, mine was... <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to backfire. Um, this will be a chortle headline tomorrow. Um, I was... Like obviously, my name's Maisie, and then that became Maz or Mazel, and then that became Mazel Tov, and then that slowly just became anything other than anything anything else that was a Jewish term. I'm not Jewish, but it, I was known as Mazel Tov <laughs> for a bit. I was known, and then it became Yom Kippur Torah, uh, Bar Mitzvah. That was my name for a bit. It, yeah. Oh my god! I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> See, uh, when you're at school, though, they are in it. Like mine for a while, I had one for a while. Um, I was just called, like, they just called me the Mexican because I came <laughs> back from a holiday once and I had a tan. Oh, yeah. Love <laughs> There's a group of students who live next to us in, in, like, the basement flat. And we once saw that one of them played, like, an electric violin uh, when we were coming back. So now, collectively, their flat is just known as Clean Bandit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's so tenuous. It's so bad. That's amazing. What are you thinking about this, Matt? Good, bad or bad, bad? I think it's great bad. I think yes. it's really good bad. Um, I love it I, as well. I, I love it. I really love it. In fact, oh, wow. I'm, I can't wait to meet random people and give them names in my own head now. I love that the the, the the function of this podcast is to come on and be like, guys, I know this is really bad, but um, I'm just going to admit it. And what's happened here is you go, oh, we should spread this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the, spread that's, this oddity. I think this is yeah. the first time we've had a great bad, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'm honoured. The inaugural great bad. Maisie, can we please have your next confession? Yes, next confession. I am a I'm a curtain twitcher at the best of times, but this is a lockdown special, I think. I've become a lockdown vigilante. I Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Like, I've taken it upon myself to be some sort of, like, Jobsworth neighborhood watch, uh, like, absolute queen of the neighborhood, an NHS saviour is how I'm going to justify it. But I, I, I'll i be honest, I think it's more... I'd love to sit there and go, I'm just thinking of the NHS, I'm just thinking of saving lives, I'm just thinking of, of preservation of life. Actually, I think it might just be the power that comes with like shouting at people to get back indoors and stop hanging around. Um, like, it, it, it's sort of... Do you remember like a few years ago when suddenly everyone was like, oh, you can do citizen's arrest? And we were like, what? Citizen... So anybody can just arrest anybody if they're if they're breaking the law. I feel like it's become what? Yeah, you know when everybody like suddenly realised that you could do citizens arrest. Please tell me you've heard of this. No, what? I, I know, but I, I didn't think you could just. People don't really do it though, do they? I have become like that that person. Uh, I've I, I take photos of my neighbours when they've held a barbecue. Uh, I've no. shouted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've shouted out from my window at students who've gathered at the street corner with their friends. But I've been like, stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. You've just sort of, you've become addicted to being a grass. Oh, like full on grass, full on grass. To the point where uh, last Thursday, we all went outside to do our clap for carers. And I literally looked at, um, it's the woman who lives next to Clean Bandit. It's her that's always going out with... (laughs) And meeting her friends on the on the street corner, I did the little. You know when you stick your two fingers to your eyes and then put them over at their at their face. <laughs> oh, I did that before going back inside at her, and she saw me. But what's she going to do? Come knock on my door? She can't. She's not allowed out. <laughs> oh wow, you've really taken this on board then. Oh, really, really on board. I'm I'm one away from ordering a high vis jacket. <laughs> Um, are you like this, Matt? I am a little bit, yeah. I'm listening to you going, um, I feel exactly the same. At the back of my house, right, is fields and it's yeah. a public walkway. And I see people walking past, right, on their hour of exercise they're allowed a day, their hour of, uh, of free time, perfectly legal and reasonable to be doing so. If yeah. there's more than three of them and they don't look like a family, yeah. I can, I can, I can turn. Yeah. Have you have you yeah. told people off for that? Um, no, I haven't told people off because I'm a pussy. Oh, but... make that leap. Make that leap, Matt. You won't regret it. Uh, See, I, felt... <laughs> I went recently. So I, I 
get angry about it, but I internalise it as well. So I went for a walk yesterday, um, my allowed walk, and we go to the park that's near us. And this is, I mean, this is how middle class uh, where I live is like. I mean, you live in Brighton, obviously, so you know this. <laughs> but then there was a couple who had latched um, their aerial aerobics kit. You know those bits of silk they use to do tricks on? They'd attached yeah. those to a tree and were doing aerial aerobics in a tree in the park. And I was just like... Is that is that social? Is this part of lockdown? Is that the allowed exercise that you're doing no. fucking aerial aerobics? And it made me livid, but I didn't say anything to them. So, the, like, I feel like this is the worst that it's got with with me. Is um, I, I got a whistle involved, like an actual like PE teacher, <laughs> PE like teacher a, whistle. Amazing. Yeah, it's like, and my boyfriend was really quite annoyed at me about that. He was like, you've gone too far with this. <laughs> but basically, there was a group of teenagers who I keep seeing collectively. I think they're um, uh, what's known on the street as drug dealing. Uh, but they, okay. they meet at the corner and there's a little exchange and all of this. And I've I've learned what, what time they, 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 they meet and everything. And so I... <laughs> I got my whistle and I pulled up my window and I blew it really hard and went, Excuse me, that doesn't look like government-sanctioned exercise. <laughs> I don't think I've en- ever done anything less cool. And especially because I'd caught their, their students, so they're not that much younger than me, but like they definitely, at the end of the day, they've been caught doing something they shouldn't twice over. So they're, they're already nervous about being caught like doing a, de- like a deal, and then I just don't think they expected somebody... I think they expected somebody to go, uh, excuse me, are you dealing drugs? But instead... They got, excuse me, that doesn't look like government-sanctioned exercise. So it's a weird <laughs> pandemic take on it. Um, I went on my run the other day, and uh, as you say, I live in Brighton, so I like to run by the seafront. I saw a group of like girls doing like a TikTok dance, and they kept like like messing it up and then having to do it again. So I deliberately ran into their TikTok. Fantastic. Oh. Like Amazing. right across the camera, right in front of them as they were like doing this slick dance. I've become a, an actual prick. You know what this is? This is a slippy slope into you being a Karen. Oh, I'm I'm defo. Yeah, I, I feel like when when lockdown is lifted and we can go back to bars and 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 clubs and all of this and theatres, I am going to ask for the manager at every opportunity. <laughs> I'm going to be oh. that person. There are small groups of people that are going to mean that we're staying inside longer than we should. Exactly, exactly. And um, I've been strategic with this guilty pleasure, I'll, I'll be honest. I've deliberately picked it so that if you say, oh, that's a bad, bad, <laughs> pro-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's really that's really settled that for us then. How, how do you feel about this, Matt? I think it's, it's, it's a jolly good bad. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think you're the Winston Churchill of our times. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think this is good, bad. I think it's really good, bad. Yeah, you got to say it. you got to say it. Um, so, Maisie, can we have your next confession, please? Yes, yes. My final confession. This is um, this is probably the one I'm I'm most nervous about uh, uh, with 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 one of you being a, a musician. My 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 final guilty pleasure is Eurovision. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I bloody love it. Right, like and the tackier the better. I don't like like I hate our entries every year. The ones where they're actually sort of trying to take it quite seriously. I like anything with an auto-tuned Europop beat uh, entitled something like Vamos a la Playa. Uh, 
lasers and wacky costumes. Like, I am in. That's what I love. Um, you, do you remember that band Scooter? Yeah. Scooter! Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Hardcore, hardcore. I met Scooter once. All of that. No, you didn't. Did you? I did. I did on a German television programme. We were there. <laughs> like, it was like a Top of the Popsy style thing in Germany. And on before us was Scooter. I was definitely starstruck. Really? really? As yeah. weird as we think? Oh, uh, well, I didn't really um, have the nerve to go up and speak to them. I think I was a little bit nervous. But yeah. um, uh, they were... Um, they looked a little bit terrifying. Yeah, they do. They they look, yeah. they look absolutely terrifying, but but they're fascinating. Yeah. I even host a Eurovision party every year, right? So where everyone puts a quid in and you pick a country out of the hat because there's like 45 countries and then you have to come dressed as that country. Thing is, right, is I watched I've watched Eurovision a couple of times. And um and I don't think anything about it makes sense to me. <laughs> like, like nothing, nothing whatsoever. Like I watched that the year Blue were in it, and I, and I was like, I was like, well, they're an established boy band. They've done well. They've they've had hits in the chart. Surely they would be, um, you know, they're in with a bit of a, a bit more of a chance, you know, than our regular entry. And they did terribly, didn't they? We always did. Yeah, terribly. but, so but it's, yeah. it's not about the entry, is it, Maisie? It's about the politics. So, yeah, it's all. <clears throat> It's all politics. That's like this is why... what my Eurovision fan friends tell me. It's all about like for you to get Belarus. That's quite good because the Eastern Bloc countries really do support oh, each other, don't they? Yeah, you get a landlocked Eastern European country, you are going to have a good night. Um, <laughs> something like <laughs> Ireland or the UK, um, or or a country that like Europe's in a bit of a mood with. So like Greece was a bad one to have for a few years. <laughs> I think nobody watches Eurovision to see like the next, you know, big sort of like Adele or anything like that. We want stupid costumes, we want stupid uh, lyrics, we want a big laser show. It needs to feel like you're trying drugs for the first time when you <laughs> We want a slightly shitter steps to be formed this, for yeah, Eurovision and they would do all right. Now I have to I have to ask. Because I think Maisie and I are both wondering, would you do Eurovision, Matt? Would Busted do Eurovision? Would you, if, if, if they came to you and went, would you like to do it? Would you, would you do it? Well, I mean, as, as nails in the coffin go, I don't <laughs> think there is a bigger nail in the coffin right. than, than Eurovision. I don't think there... You, you, you definitely can't come back from it. Um, so, so no would be yeah. my answer. Um, but you know, give us ten years. Who fucking knows? Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what? Busted might not, but Muck Busted would fucking do you. Busted. <laughs> See, that's the Muck thing with, busted with would. Muck Busted is your license to do anything you fucking like. So Muck Busted is made up of of you and McFly, right? So that's a three and a four. I think yes. it has to be Muck Busted as like the Sugar Babes and Girls Allowed, another three and four. Do you know? Like, I think you'd need like to right. make another wacky. You need to Muc, be Muc, more wacky than McBusted. Right, okay. So if we, if you could add in like like girls allowed for it, so we could be McBusted allowed. McBusted allowed. And, and all of us or yeah. Yeah, would, yeah would I only think Swedish. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I think I think you yeah. I think you, like you say, it's this weird thing. We spoke about this the other day, actually, didn't we, with um with yeah. Tom Fletcher that um 
McBusted on the Tom episode. Um, McBusted, like you can do things in McBusted you can't do in your other bands because it's not yours, and because it doesn't really. It, it's kind of like. Is it novelty? I don't know. Maybe it is. But it's kind of one of those things where where we all went into it as kind of like, yeah, fuck it, why not? And like the and the the term cool was never used in any meeting ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, is this cool? That was never asked. It was just like, fuck it, yeah, let's do that. We should have been been employing our Eurovision entry from like the novelty X Factor people. You know, like we should have put Wagner in. Or Wagner someone like that. That would have done better for us. Didn't Jeb would do it one year for Ireland? Yes, they did. They did. They were perfect. I'm surprised they didn't do well. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, there's only you can't polish a turd, can you? But, but, <laughs> but, but. So what do you think about this, Matt? Um, I think it's good, bad. I'm actually very much looking forward to Eurovision again. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of having a party. Because it is oh, really? a fun evening, isn't it? Because it. the last time we watched it, we had such a fucking laugh. It's so much <laughs> Which... fun. It's so yeah. much fun. So you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not really into your. Maybe I'm missing something here. So I think this is probably good, bad. Like it sounds like it's a really exciting, fun thing. Muck busted for Eurovision 2022. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Like... Oh, well, that was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it, Rude Boy Matty J? <laughs> that really, really was. I like Maisie. She was mega fun. She was great. And, you know, you've made a commitment to Eurovision now. We have McBusted for Eurovision 2021, 2022, maybe, by the time we get our act together. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, like, I like it. it was, that was great. She was such good fun. I liked all the nickname things. I wonder, like, if I was in an R&B outfit like you, I wonder what my nickname would be. Let's be serious. Would you really be, would you really be in my... <laughs> well, I think... I would, but I'd be like, I'd work in the accounts office or something. <laughs> so my R&B nickname would be Mike from Accounts because they don't even know my name properly. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. But it was absolutely great. Thank you very much to Maisie. Um, please make sure you subscribe and tell everyone you know about the podcast. Get in touch with us. And most importantly, leave a five-star review. If you don't enjoy it five stars, lie. That's all we need. Yes, please do. Please do. And also, I love reading all your little messages about it in the review section. So don't think I don't read it because I do. Yeah, yeah. Although, can, I'd like I'd like less of the, who knew Matt Richardson was so funny kind of comments because like, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a decade in comedy. Uh, it's really hurtful. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.